listening to Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. One Jump Street, Standard Definition, Episode 4. I'm Mitch, and Aaron is with me, and we are about to go down memory lane with the police that go undercover in high schools. <laughs> yes. Uh, for those of you that are uninitiated with this, uh, it didn't start out as a movie with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. It's, that, <laughs> that movie is actually based loosely off of a TV show from 1987 starring Very loosely. <laughs> I thought it was great uh, watching the movie because um, I thought a lot... I actually enjoyed both movies, both the, the 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street because the first movie made fun of the idea so much. Like, even though I loved the TV show or remember loving the TV show, uh, the fact that they, like, made fun of it and the movie was funny, I thought was great. Right. What? What? What did you just say? I said right. Oh, right. <laughs> All air was blah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, like, totally off the subject, my I took my family to this place in town called the Camel Farm on Saturday. And, you know, they have goats and camels and, you know, a bunch of cool lives. Like, they have a wallaroo. And it, it was it was pretty fun, but you know the you know the screaming goats. I didn't I I never heard them like in person. And when we pulled up and got out of the car, all we hear is screaming, and we're dying laughing. So then we're we walked into the thing after I paid to get in, and then like there's a bunch of goats, and I was like petting a goat. And when I turned around to walk to, to walk away, it's all bleh. It cracked <laughs> it cracked me up. That's hilarious. So, they have real screaming goats. Yeah, it was a real screaming goat, and the one that was all blip, it killed me. It, it's it's out. You had to be there, folks. <laughs> uh, I guess so. <laughs> Don't judge me. I, no, you know I've never I've never myself heard a uh, real screaming goat. So, uh, or never been in the the uh, presence of one. So. You're one step ahead of me, Aaron. It was it was hilarious. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I, we... All right. Screaming Goats, though, uh, I'm pretty sure that probably could have been one of the bands, the name of a band in, in the t- this TV show because it was so ridiculous with the way that they portrayed teenage gangs in the 80s. <laughs> and, and, and any montage there was had just the most ridiculous song. You could think of, <laughs> like a song that, that didn't even go with the what was going on. 
It's like, true. Like <laughs> episode true. one, when he first pulls up into Twenty One Jump Street and he puts on his you know cop uniform and stuff before he actually walks in the building, it's playing some like ballad or something. It's yeah. It was <laughs> it was so strange. My my wife was even commenting on it. She's like, "What is with this music?" This doesn't even go with what's happening. I was like, I don't know. This is 1987. <laughs> the 80s, the 80s were stupid. The 80s, yeah, they were, they were weird, and they were really into synth pop, and you know, no one knew what they were doing. They weren't matching stuff anymore. It's just they, and they big it shoulder pads and big hair. Yep, and they, and they used it as much as they possibly could. Yes, 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 they did. <laughs> So, 13 episodes in that in this first season. 13. That's that's actually not a lot. So it made it made me kind of happy that I didn't have to try to rush to get a whole bunch of episodes in, you know? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. It wasn't it wasn't a lot in the, I mean, obviously they did like a half a season for that first season. So it uh definitely came off a lot easier than it could have been for us. Right. Could 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 that have been because uh, it was like one of the first Fox shows, or what do you? What do yes, you... I I definitely think that's what it was. I I don't remember Fox opening, uh, you know, starting up as a network or anything, but um, I'm I'm assuming they kind of just came in uh, after the new year, and so their first seasons of all those three shows was Chasey Ullman and Married with Children and uh, Twenty One Jump Street were probably all half seasons, right. Like I, I'm not exactly I, I I don't feel like looking it up because I'm lazy, but I think I think the first season of Tracy Ullman and The Simpsons were fairly short seasons as well. Yeah, that, that would make sense. They're just trying to get the feel of the uh, of the network audience. Yeah. So, but that makes sense. And I, I mean, if you look at the three shows that they had or four shows, it, it kind of shows what kind what they were going for. I mean, it definitely was. TV that wasn't as wholesome as other networks would probably have. Right. I mean, I know this isn't the first crime procedural show by a long shot, but oh, uh, more than likely the first one to feature people dressing up like teenagers. No, it, it had it had a really original. There was a, a really original concept. I'll, I'll give it that. It, it wasn't your your run of the mill you know cop show. It had. It had its own gimmick, its own hook to it, which I, it, which was pretty cool. I mean, it's even though back then you ever watch, you ever watch uh, sitcoms or movies from the eighties, and the kids that are going to high school definitely look like they're in their thirties anyway. Yes, <laughs> and that's why this this works. This show works out. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's sometimes. Why. Sometimes that's the way they look now. The TV shows now like have. You know, late twenties somethings doing sixteen-year-olds uh, on TV. It's just, or not doing, but acting as sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, like I think, I think when Billy Zabka was was in Karate Kid, he was like forty-four years old, playing forty-four. I don't know. He he was he was pretty. He, I, I'm pretty I don't think he was a teenager playing uh, uh, Johnny. You know, I think I think he was in his mid twenties. Oh, I believe it. Uh, uh, one of the things in more recent history that I remember is. Uh, did you ever watch Veronica Mars? No, I did not. Well, Kristen Bell was the star of that, and I'm pretty sure she was in her late 20s playing a 16-year-old in that show. Yeah. Like, for sure. I don't... 
I guess they can get away with it. Some people just have baby faces, but then some people you look at them, you're like, that that thirteen year old should not have a five o'clock shadow. Oh, that dude, that's the like the worst when you're watching these shows and these yeah, fifteen year old is like obvious five o'clock shadow. It's probably the third time he shaved that day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they probably thought we were stupid or we just didn't care. <laughs> Honestly, and I did care because I would always notice that stuff. Oh well, that's why we have this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we could talk about how ridiculous it was. So, uh, what? Did, how did you feel about the show in general? Honestly, I liked it. It's because it the it had well. I mean, unless you count the movies, it hasn't changed. Um, oh, there hasn't been anything like it. You know what I mean? They're, That's right. I like I like cop show. I like you know um, Law and Order. I like CSI. I like stuff like that. But none of them, none of them have the same uh, premise as you know Twenty One Jump Street, which made it original. Which, which is why I I enjoyed it, and I still enjoy it. I mean, yeah, the acting is asinine and just super over the top, and just come on, people. This is like after school special acting some of the stuff oh, yeah. but but the show itself was is is it's very charming i liked it so much that's it's so funny cuz i i too am like a huge crime procedural fan i love crime procedural uh uh television um and i i i i know they made the two movies and that's probably why we haven't got a show remake of this right which where where they are they go already are going back and remaking shows all the time, like um, uh, Hawaii Five O or uh, Charlie's Angels, which you know didn't do well, but it still was remade into a, a newer modern show, which I believe is supposed to be being remade into a show again. Why not remake Twenty One Jump Street, you know, on TV with a new young cast and. Uh, Take it a little bit. Take it a little serious instead of how the movies were very jokey about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actually what I was gonna ask. Like, what would you would you think that they could keep it more serious, like the show was, or make it kind of campy and you know making fun of themselves, like the movie was? If I were in charge, I would definitely want the show to be more serious because I think you could definitely do it. I mean, I agree, but. I know that if they were to make a probably a TV show about it, they probably would end up making it campy because of how successful the, the movies were. Which is why a lot of remakes don't last. Very true. Unfortunately. They should remake Small Wonder. <laughs> I mean, they have the technology now to make Vicky look pretty awesome. Uh, this is true. <laughs> Uh, I just don't know if the whole concept would work out so well. Why not? They, they, uh, why he's bringing home a young girl for his bro- his son to play with? It just seems creepy. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Look, son, you can't really make your own friends, so I'm making you a friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, haven't you seen that movie? Not quite human. With, yes, it was also was also a product of the eighties and nineties. Yeah, and they can remake it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would go over very well. Well, uh, we'll see. 
when we get to that episode of the podcast, we'll see. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so someday, someday we'll do an episode about Not Quite Human, or we'll do an episode about Small Wonder. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I'm all over that. So look look for look forward to those possibly 2016 sometime. 2016, yeah, that's right. Maybe that'll be our big uh, episode 26 anniversary episode. Sure, whatever whatever, whatever tickles your pickle. All right. all right. So how do we how do we start this off? All right. So we talk about for, the for cast. those new listening to the show. We talk about the cast. Um, we talk about the show's premise. We discuss whether we did well, whether we liked it or not. What we liked, what we didn't like, whether or not there were any plot holes. Uh, were there any celebrity cameos? Which we don't mean like Rodney Dangerfield just showing up in one episode and whatever. We mean like. They weren't celebrities back then, but are big celebrities now. And they were, you know, kind of nobodies where you see them and you're like, whoa, they were in 21 Jump Street and they were an extra <laughs> that, you know, pumped someone's gas or whatever. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and then we we talk about uh, whether or not the show holds up. If rebooted, who would we cast as the characters? Uh, where are the characters? Where are the actors and actresses now? And whether or not we recommend the show to anybody else? All right. And we—I think we already covered whether we liked it or not. Or at least I said I liked it. Oh, I—I—I. I, I, you know what? Okay. We'll, okay, we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. I'll give you more of what I thought. All right. So, uh, cast. Everybody knows Johnny Depp. Everybody knows about Twenty Jump Twenty One Jump Street. Knows that Johnny Depp was in it. Um, and this is where you got to start. This is where you got to start. This and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, well, okay, yes. Nightmare on Elm Street was... I think that was his actually first acting gig. It may have been. I I don't know. Uh, Peter DeLuise, which is Dom DeLuise's son. Also brother to... One Ma- of them? Yeah, brother to Michael DeLuise, who was Shush from Encino Man. It's Encino Man! <laughs> which I, I love it. I love, I love that dude. Um, shush, uh, Holly Robinson Pete, going by Holly Robinson at the time because she was that's, not married. Uh, that's right, not married to uh, Rodney Pete yet. Right, uh, Dustin Wynn, and um, that was also pre hanging with Mr. Cooper. That's where I remember yeah, from the correct. Hang, I, I remember hanging with Mr. Cooper. Those are the only two <laughs> things I ever remember seeing her in. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I remember seeing. Like, I think it's. 21 Jump Street, Hang You Mr. Cooper, and, like, an in vogue music video. That I never saw. <laughs> um, and then there's Dustin Wynn, uh, who plays Officer Harry Truman Aoki. That's right, because his parents immigrated to America during Harry Truman's presidency. Yep. And then, sorry, people, we're not going to be talking about... Um, Richard Guico in this show in this episode because he didn't come about until the second season and that's right and the whole thing about standard definition is we only watched the first season of a particular <laughs> uh, show so 
Sorry, everybody. If you're if you're a Greco fan, <laughs> if I mean, you're just a huge Greco fan, <laughs> then you know maybe someday we'll watch If Looks Could Kill, and then we'll let you know how that went. Or, or we'll watch the first, <laughs> or we'll watch the first season of Booker because Booker was a spinoff of Twenty One Jump Street, and we'll let you know how that. Maybe went. we should do that. I don't know. I've never actually. I don't think I've ever actually seen an episode of Booker. I don't even but... know if I want to. <laughs> Did, I didn't it only, I could. Didn't only last like four episodes or some crap like that. I don't know if it's only four episodes, but I, I mean, at least they had they had no they at least had one season. Yeah, one season, which, which could have been four episodes. Jeez, that's. I don't know. I just think it's funny. Um, it would be kind of like a rounding out for the, this show just to do Booker as well at some point. Someday, when we when we run out of shows that we used to love, we'll watch. We'll start watching shows that we had no idea even existed. There you go. Because I, I I didn't know I didn't know it existed until I did some research on Twenty One Jump Street. I, I, I'm the exact same way. I didn't know that Booker was even a show. And and my reaction was about the same as yours. I was like, "What the hell? They they made a spinoff <laughs> with just freaking Greco? Okay, <laughs> whatever." See, and like. Like to speak outside of the first season, they they had to start bringing in new uh, cast members around season three, I believe. Yeah. Um, other than Greco, because Rate, know, the ratings uh, were terrible. Well, the ratings are terrible, but then also like it wasn't believable for Johnny Depp or uh, Peter Deloise to be playing high school kids anymore. Like they really didn't look like high school kids anymore. Well, okay. not that they did in this first season. <laughs> True, but. Uh... <laughs> Johnny Depp now, yeah, he he doesn't look as young as he did back then, but he looks darn close. I mean, he can't pass he can't pass for a high schooler at all, but he doesn't look like he's the age that he is. No, he could pass for twenty years younger than what he's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Which, how old is he? He's like he's fifty two years old. He doesn't look fifty two. He looks like he's maybe thirty eight. Yeah, maybe. But that's my that's my opinion. I don't know. But that's you know that's 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 easy living. That's <laughs> you know kind of having the actor's life, a millionaire's life. He doesn't have to do a lot of stressful things. I assume. Right. I mean, how stressful is it to be Captain Jack Sparrow? I don't know. I mean, I have never tried it. So. <laughs> and then just walking up to the bank to cash that massive check, Disney check, dude. <laughs> don't, even get, don't even get me started. Although I, I love, I like, I love Johnny Depp. Though I mean, what's eating? Gil- oh, I do too. What's eating Gilbert Grape is one of my favorite movies. That is a very good movie. I always liked him in uh, Nick of Time. Nick and, of Time is great with Christopher uh, Walken. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Chris Walken, and then the the Ninth Gate was another one of my favorites. Yep, I saw that years ago. I honestly don't remember much from it, um, but I remember I liked it. Um. Uh yeah, so Johnny Depp was a huge part of the show. The first season also had um Federico, what was the captain's name? Uh Forrest. Forrest Federico playing uh Captain Janko, which if everybody remembers, we were talking about the TV sh- or the movie, uh Channing Tatum's character's name Janko as well. Yeah. Uh and the guy but, and, and uh Frederick Forrest is his name. Frederick, oh, I said it the wrong way. Yeah, you said Forrest Frederico. You like turned him like all <laughs> ethnic or something. <laughs> well, then after episode five, 
He is kill his character's killed off and he's replaced by Stephen Williams. I believe that is the guy's name. Yep. Um yeah, Stephen Williams, Captain Fuller. So and then it was also a very big change in the season in general or in the show in general because uh if you remember if you think about it in the first few episodes um Hanson, Officer Hanson, which is played by Johnny Depp, is very straight-laced and he doesn't really understand uh, Captain Jenko's like methods of being very. Uh, they wanted wanted you to wanted him to come off very hippie-like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was very straight-laced to his hippie, and then uh, they killed off that character, and Hanson kind of loosens up some. But the new captain is very by the book, like super. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's like complete, he's the complete Super he's strict. the complete opposite of Janko. Exactly, basically. he's the complete opposite. But they also, if you notice in the first few episodes, the only people in the the twenty one Jump Street Chapel where they have this undercover unit that's uh, infiltrating high schools is the four officers that go into undercover and the captain. Yeah, like. There's all these other things that need to get done in a police precinct, and yet there's just the five of them. So when Captain Fuller comes in, he brings in everybody, like a whole bunch of administrative administrative staff as well. And you get the new character that's uh, Blowfish, played by a guy whose actual name is Sal Janko. Yeah, Sal Janko. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he came along. They they liked his name, so they decided to make uh, Captain Janko and just decided to have him show up later in the season or what, but yeah, two Jankos, that's that's kind of weird. It's very weird. Um, I'm going so. uh, I'm going through the Wikipedia page to do and I'm sorry, I'm just talking, I'm just thinking out loud because I'm a dummy. Um, <laughs> you just try. What are you trying to look up? You trying to look up whether or not he was part of the show before? Yeah, I'm just on as a character. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out uh, the different the different Jankos. <laughs> I'm 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 probably get. I'm guessing he more than likely knew the creator of the show, and then the guy created the show and put him. Uh, and then they were like, "Oh, well, we need more. We need more actor characters." And he's like, "Well, just let me be on the show as a janitor because his acting." Uh, filmography isn't very high. No, there's there's not a lot. But he was he was in 42 episodes of 21 Jump Street out of the Yeah, he was in the whole series after the first 5 episodes. Right. So, but yeah, Janko Janko Vision. So <laughs> So yes, there was uh quite the mixture of uh characters in that first season. Even okay, even Harry Truman Aoki's character. Yeah. Like, I don't see how he could have fit in in any high school. Like, the way he dressed and acted, it just was way too out there for, like, a high school student. Yeah. What's with the Asian man wearing bolo ties? <laughs> I don't know, and that's where I have to ask why, why, why he was, except how he was able to go undercover. Like it was funny. Like every week they they had to do something different with Johnny Depp's character to make him fit in with whatever group that he's trying to infiltrate. And how many times? I mean, the big 
I mean, they did do other things. They did like uh, stolen car rings. They did arsons. They did uh, pornography rings. Oh, that's pornography rings. But the big one is usually drugs, and it's yeah. like you think people. I don't know. I think they would catch on. We'll, we'll get to that though in the what we didn't like. Well, I mean, um, Dustin Wynn, the guy that played uh, Harry Truman, Aoki. Um, I don't know if he's. I'm not trying to sound racist or anything. I don't know if he's. They're trying to make like the the token ethnic guy, the token diversity, you know, whatever. But I mean, it could just be that Asian people they don't they do not age. Uh, not normally. Not nor- I mean, holy crap! Did you know that Jet Li is like sixty? Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's that's, it's, that's insane. That's crazy. Look, coming from an Asian family that I come from, I, I get this. Yeah, because you look like you're you're older when you're a teenager, and then you start looking like a teenager for a very long time. It's like Benjamin Button disease. It's, it's, yes, it's exactly right. And then, like the women, they eventually get so old that they just start becoming smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Until they all look like Manchi cheese at, at the end. Of <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but they're adorable, adorable. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> oh, saying that well, in a bad they... way. I love Manchi cheese. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we went through the cast. Uh, let's see. Okay, so did you like it? Did you like the show? Uh, okay, so yes, I think I still like the show. This might be something that I'll have to uh, revisit, or not revisit, but go on with the rest of the series just to see, like, form more of an opinion. But just based off the first season, like we normally do, I have my problems with it, but I still like the idea. I like the idea of uh, they're, you know, sending in cops undercover as high school students. I just think that the way that the 80s portrayed police officers, or at least in this show, was so terrible, especially undercover cops. Like, and now we're, we're going to spill into the what I didn't like. Uh, so Johnny Depp's character, like, constantly breaks his undercover, like, cover. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, he has, it, like, um, Marty McFly has that, you know, nobody calls me chicken kind of thing. Anytime <laughs> someone mentions to Johnny Depp's character, uh, that he looks looks young or whatever he just, he flies off the handle, right? Exactly. So then, like, even though that's what he's supposed to be doing in his new job, he like, well, one, if they're undercover, they shouldn't have their badges on them at all. I would assume, right? Until they're ready to to bust whoever it is they're going to bust. But he is ready to pull that badge out at any second to be like, oh, I'm a cop. Yeah. Well, you need to do this because I'm a cop. Yeah, the f- it's just like you. <laughs> the first undercover arrest he made in Jump Street, he pulled, he took the guy to the ground and pulled at handcuffs and like cuffed him. It's like if this guy would have like even suspected you were a cop and checked you and found handcuffs, you would have been killed. Yeah, because this is trying to do drug bu- or a drug buy as an undercover cop and totally fails because he bought, he ends up buying the guy's dirty socks cuz he doesn't look inside the bag. Yeah, it's he's a, he's he was a terrible cop. Yeah, or at least a terrible undercover cop. He's supposed to be a really good actual cop. Just people don't 
don't believe him. Like, like okay, so the set, set up scenario of why he has to go into 21 Jump Street, because he's with his, his new partner, which is the third partner down the line so far for him, because every partner he's had so far has gotten his, his nose broken somehow because uh, a suspect or a, a, a person that they're arresting makes fun of Johnny Depp's looking young, right. and he flies off the handle, like you said. So his partner has him hold four guys at gunpoint by himself as the partner goes to uh, find a payphone to call it in because, one, this is pre-cell phone, and two, this is his their, their car radio had been shot out in the car chase or whatever. It, it got ripped out because he oh, was holding out, on to right. it because... Uh, um, Johnny Depp's character, Hanson, was like driving like a maniac trying to catch these guys. But even my wife was pissed off when we were watching it because they they leave these four guys with their hands on the hood of their car, or, or their hands in the car, and then the other cop just like, oh, I'm going to go find a phone. Here, keep your gun on these guys. There's four of these guys, and he's one. Yeah, he has a gun, but he's also standing like three feet from them. And he they don't exactly he doesn't try to help. Well, you know what? Let's get these guys on the ground and cuff them with their face in the ground. You know, let's, yeah, I should let's, definitely cuff them. Let's first. get these guys subdued before I try to walk away and leave you by yourself. Even even if he has their his gun pointed at them, none of them have a weapon at this point anymore, and none of them have a, a gun. So, like, if he were to shoot any of them, it wouldn't look good for him as an officer, anyways, because they were all unarmed. Right. <laughs> And I mean, you said that he's uh, Johnny Depp's character is supposed to be like a really good cop. I didn't see that. I mean, I saw him. He was he was a good cop when he was in Jump Street, but when he was an actual cop, he sucked because when he when he had his gun on those guys, one guy throws his cigarette butt, and like Hanson just like looks over his shoulder, like, "Oh, where's that cigarette butt gonna land? Why? Where did he throw it?" <laughs> And then he gets overpowered by those four guys and gets the crap kicked out of him until then. Okay, let me let me rephrase. He might not have been a good cop because he was still a rookie. He still was like making uh, bad mistakes, but he didn't like everything by the book. Like he would write down everything in his notes that he's supposed to write down, and he he refrained from using words that weren't supposed to be used and telling like especially the people that had their car stolen at the beginning of the episode because the kid. What was that kid like in with those other guys, those gang guys? I don't, I didn't understand, I didn't quite understand that. He owed them 66000 bucks, but why? Oh, because he was a drug addict. Yeah, and, and I, I, I hated that kid because every word out of his mouth was like a cliche. <laughs> it was a cliche whine. Just, just like, it was all whining. He's like, they're gonna kill me. I owe them money. Blah, blah, blah. You can't call the cops because I'll die. And then. I'm not gonna tell you spit, you know stuff like that, and I'm I'm just sitting there rolling my eyes, watching. You this. know what I loved was that he's they're like you still owe us six thousand bucks, and they stole the dude's Jaguar, like his dad's Jag. I'm like that car is worth more than six thousand bucks. Yeah. So <laughs> what the what the heck, guys? You, you guys are you should be even. You guys don't know math. <laughs> So yeah, okay. So th- these these are all things that I had problems with the show, but I d- I did still like the idea. Is what I had. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. 
So yeah, I I liked the show, and th- those those were the problems I had in the show too. The stuff that I just discussed, um, that and the terrible acting. Uh, the main characters they were they were really good actors. I mean, they had to be because they were they were cast for a reason. But the right the the like supporting characters or the one off characters in certain episodes were just they were so hard to listen to. Right, they, exactly. They played it so over the top and so ridiculous that <laughs> it, it 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 threw me it, it it took me out of the show to to the point where I had to find out what the person's real name was and then look on their IMDb and see if they're doing anything nowadays because they had to have gotten better, right? No. <laughs> Who knows? So. No, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, and I'm pretty sure they didn't get any better. <laughs> okay. Um next Next on the list is plot holes. Um, I'm pretty much... I, when you said that... I don't know if it would be a plot hole, but having an undercover cop, like you said, carry a badge around and all that stuff, I don't know if that could be considered a plot hole, but this was this was an early Fox show in the 80s. Unless you watched, watched it all the time, it, it's kind of not like a movie where you can just figure out plot holes, you know? So, I don't right. know. It's, it, it's, that's, that's kind of hard to say. That was my uh, that was my phone. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no problem. Uh, plot hole wise, I guess the biggest plot hole for me would be the fact that um, oh, and I had I had it earlier. It's it's about like the pre. Okay, so they have these four detectives that are going to be doing these undercover uh, undercover jobs at these different high schools. But how many different high schools could there be if there's only four detectives? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, I mean, if there's too little amount of, of, of schools, then they're going to see the same kids over and over. Right. If there's not enough, there really should be more detectives. Well, then that, that keeps you going for five seasons, you know? I, I guess. that That's true. I don't know. There was something about the, the number of high schools in the city... That re- it's and it's it's I, the city is called uh, Metro City, I believe. Yeah, very generic. It's it's almost as bad as Metropolis. Well, yes, but see, it's not as bad as Metropolis because it's it's not Metropolis. Okay, Metropolis is a good name. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Megalop Megalopolis. How about that? <laughs> Megalopolis. Or uh, uh, Metrocity. Metrocity. <laughs> that, I love Megamind. That was awesome. I, that movie is great. <laughs> Speaking of Jonah Hill. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, celebrity cameos. Um. Okay, so like the way that we speak of celebrity cameos, the there are there are a couple. Um. I thought a really big one was uh, Jason Priestley at the end of the first season. He's in the season finale. Right. He's part of the the gang that's vandalizing um, the neighborhood. And that was, oh my god, that was such a stupid plot. Like, the idea of the city is just, needs needs these undercover cops to help crack down on vandalism that's cost, costing the city so much money. It's like, come on, get out of here. They're, yeah, they have too much money to spend or something. 
<laughs> like, isn't vandalism like spray paint and, and graffiti like usually taken care of by uh, volunteer groups more than anything else? Yeah, or city workers or whatever, you know, just which they're already doing. The, that's the job they're going to be doing anyways. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they have better better money to better stuff to spend their money on, but they needed they needed other stuff besides drug dealers. I guess, but see, the whole episode, the whole season finale episode, so, like, it, well, to me, just was already weird, because the street roughs that the, they're supposed <laughs> to be infiltrating is, uh, they go by the name the KKK, it's like, really? You people let this get onto TV? They call themselves the KKK, and which stands for uh, Clean Kids... Uh, crew or something like that, and I was just like, "Hey, it does uh, it does have a nice ring to it." Oh, right, you know, it just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, <laughs> but but they they're like, "Oh, it, it's it's based off this punk rock band," and like, I, I I don't think that this they really looked into the punk rock subculture all that well for this episode. Like, I I mean, maybe it's because I'm looking back at it and I've seen other documentaries or other movies and stuff that had to do with the punk rock culture and this is like more of a how the media would make you look at punk rock culture back in those days to, to scare you into not letting your kids become punk rockers <laughs> that's probably that's probably what it what it could have been I mean but also dude this was the 80s you know, we say this a lot. This <laughs> it's like the it's our it's it's our catch all excuse, which I'm okay with because yeah, it was the eighties. <laughs> it's our cop out. That's what it is. It's all it, it is. I mean, it's not like I'm not saying that we we're doing it negatively. Like I'm not saying that we're negative for using it. It's it is how we have to look at it. It's the eighties. I mean, we okay. can't really fault them because the, it was the eighties. The sixties had their way of doing their TV shows, just like the seventies. The eighties have the eighties have their stuff, and if it if it involves doing stuff that's beyond ridiculous that we laugh about in an episode of Standard Definition, then so be it. Uh, you know what? I'm right there with you. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure we could take apart an episode of uh, you know a whole season of Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, talk, exactly. Talk about we, how we definitely could talk about how ridiculous it was. How many times can uh, you know Mr. Cleaver teach Beaver the same lesson over and over? Yeah, this just pull pull a lesson out of a hat and then it applies to whatever is going on. <laughs> Or how many times could Eddie Haskell, you know, play <laughs> compliment? Yeah, compliment, compliment the mom. Exactly. <laughs> so. um, let's see other celebrity cameos. Uh, Peter Berg was in it for one episode. He played someone named Jerome Sawyer. Peter Berg, if you don't know who he is, he's an actor slash director. He did he he directed Battleship. He directed Hancock. Um, he he's played in Lone a, Survivor. Yep, he's played in a bunch of stuff. He played in Shocker, um, which yep. is which is one of my favorite one of my favorite horror movies. Um, Corky Romano. Corky Romano. He played the illiterate <laughs> illiterate brother. Yep, dude, that had like the best line ever. The, his his character was the best. 
when, when they were talking about how stupid each other, how stupid they were, and he's like, remember that time I got arrested in Tony Robos for going for exposing myself in the ladies' room? I thought it was the men's room. Dude, that was awesome. Or when, when they go to the ice cream man. And the flavors are listed on the thing, and it just says strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. And he's all, yeah, let me get a scoop of that there uh, rum raisin, please. He's all, uh, the flavors are listed right here. He's like, uh, let me get some of that uh, cookies and cream there, there, please. <laughs> Dude, I loved it. Peter Berg's awesome. Peter Berg is awesome. I, I, I think uh, even though as much as we liked him in Corky Robot, I think he's more well-known as a director now. Oh, definitely. Like... Hancock got a bad rap. It's like, I think it's because it's like the first half of the movie was written by one person and the second half was written by someone else. But I liked Hancock. I thought it, it almost was... has to be because the first half of the movie is great compared to the second half of the movie. The first half of the movie was great and the second half of the movie was like it was written by a child. Yeah, like the as soon as the they, they do the bank robbery, right after the bank robbery, the movie just kind of starts going downhill. It doesn't make... Like, they try to do more of an origin story, and then, like, this whole thing between him and Charlie Theron's character is so unnecessary and, and convoluted. Yeah, it was very convolu- convoluted. But the directing in the movie was great, and, I mean, up until the movie started getting stupid, I liked it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, who doesn't want to see a drunk Superman? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, such a, it's such a great idea. I mean, if you were... If you had... You know, superpowers can fly, whatever. But you had like no training, basically, because you guys didn't care. Did that? Right. That's so cool. I mean, you you wake up like the beginning. You, you wake up with amnesia, but you have superpowers. You don't know who you are. You don't know why you have powers. Yeah, you're probably going to be depressed as well because you don't know what your the meaning of your life is. But I mean, you're. I, I would have a blast. Okay, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. So, so and also, uh, Tony Todd, getting back to the movie, uh, to, to back to the TV show, my bad. Uh, Tony Todd, uh, Candyman, was in the show. He played, in one episode, he played someone named Aaron Jackson. Huh. I must have missed him. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him either. I may have gotten up to go to, the, go to the bathroom, but according to his IMDb, Tony Todd is in it in 1987. So, interesting. Um, comedian Christopher Titus was in it. Oh, <laughs> I love Titus. Yeah, um, he played Jack Archer. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, once again, this is another show. That was a prime time show, so they, you know, all these up and coming actors were definitely trying to get onto it. And uh, even though it was a brand new uh, network and not a lot of people had heard about it, Polly Shore, uh, they still, Polly Shore was on an episode, which makes a lot of sense. He was, was he just starting? Yeah, I guess he was still just starting out his career, even though he was well, really well known in in the L.A. comedy scene. Yeah, he was. He wasn't the weasel yet, right? Fair enough. So, yeah, quite a bit of those. Um, okay, does the show hold up? No. Definitely. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> like I, like like we said earlier, there's there's lots of there's, there's so many more crime procedurals now that we I think the way we perceive the way 
uh, cops should act is a lot different than what we see in this show. But even though it doesn't hold up in that way, I think in getting on to the next part, I believe is whether we would recommend it to someone. I think we, I, I would, I would still recommend this to someone. No, I de- definitely would recommend this to to someone because because it is an original story, and uh, even though it doesn't hold up, if they were to re- like we said, if they were to reboot it, I think it'd be awesome as long as they did it in yes, a serious would, manner. Yes, exactly. It would be it it would it would it would kill. I would think right now on uh, primetime television. I definitely think it would uh, be a success. I mean, if anything, two seasons max. <laughs> I mean, well, technically, I mean, it had four seasons in America the first time around, and then one season uh, that didn't air on Fox but did air elsewhere, and then one spinoff show. It was technically it was a, a success back then. I kind of want to. It's just I kind of want to try to find Booker. <laughs> just I like that how we've gone like from earlier you were like ah, I don't know if we want to watch this and now as the episode has gone on you're like I kind of want to watch it <laughs> I don't want to watch it I just want to find it like oh the more the more I think about it the more I think it's ridiculous so if if anything <laughs> I just want to watch the pilot episode uh, well the actually the pilot episode is part of the um, twenty one Jump Street uh, series. Well then I want so to watch the first ep- episode of the, the show. First episode of the show. Yeah. Yeah, you have to watch it in 21 Jump Street, I think season 4, and then the that actually spins off into his his personal show, which I wonder if he was still playing an undercover like a guy who goes undercover in high schools. Maybe. I'm not yeah. sure. Interesting. I guess we could find out if we watch it, if I find it. I'll find it. <laughs> All right, maybe I, I, I'll try. Hey, I'll try I, to find, I have faith in if you. I do, I'll, I'll send you a copy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if if they rebooted the show, who who do you think the cast could be? Who would who would you like the cast to be? Oh, you know who would be good. Okay. Um, did you watch what was that show? Okay. Well. Okay, the son. I don't. I should look up his name. But the guy who played the kid who played the son of Christian Bale in thirty in three ten to Yuma, he's in a lot of things. Oh, that's Logan Lerner. He's in uh, like the Percy Jackson movies. Oh, okay. He really has a baby face, so I think he would do well. I'd have. I. It's funny. I haven't seen. I. I saw Percy. I saw the Percy Jackson movies, but. Honestly, I watched them with my kids, and if that kid were to walk in my living room right now, I would have no idea who he was. <laughs> not that I don't pay attention to my kids, it's that I'm paying attention to my kids and not paying attention to the what we're watching. Right, I get it. I'm a good dad, damn it. Damn it. No one's accusing you of not being a good dad, don't worry. Okay, thanks. Um... Okay, let's see. And I would totally, if I if they did a reboot, I wouldn't like totally reboot it. I would say that this program's been going on since 1987, and that they're just the newest recruits. Yep, that's a good idea. That's actually a really good idea. 
instead of instead of having a Tom Hansen having a uh, um just like a new person it could maybe maybe be like a descendant of his of some sort you know exactly um, that's the way yeah, that's the way I see it um for me I think just because okay I know we we talked about getting it uh if they, if they were to reboot it we would like it to be more serious right but <laughs> I like this kid because he cracks me up and I think he's I think he's a good actor but do you know who Jerry Trainer is mm, sounds familiar he plays Spencer on iCarly <laughs> oh okay then yeah no I yeah. don't know who he is. that dude is like the funniest dude he, he hey it's all serious shows have to have uh, comedic value too, you know. Yeah, so. and I think I think he'd be I think he'd be awesome just because he's he he looks young. I mean, he's probably in his twenties, whatever. But he looks like he could pass for a teenager, um, and he's he's a really good actor. I, I I like that dude a lot. Okay, I can see it. I mean, if you believe in him, I believe in him. Okay. <laughs> uh. There's a there was another kid. His name is Dylan Minette. Uh-huh. And did you watch Lost? I did not. I tried. I got to the first episode. I finished the first two episodes and I tr- I I couldn't get into it any further. I tr- I tried my hardest. Well, he plays um Matthew Fox's character's kid in Lost, David Shepard. Okay. So I think he would he'd do well, and it, from his IMDb page, it says that he's about he's tw- he's nineteen years old right now. So uh, I think he'd be right at the right age. Oh, he's in the new Goosebumps movie, the one with Z- Z- uh, not Zach Galifianakis, but uh, Jack Black. T- Jack Black, thank you. I was about to say Tenacious D. <laughs> I, oh, I took my kids to go see that a couple weeks ago. That was a really good movie, actually. But yeah, well, I, he's the I, he's the he's, he's the, the main kid character that, of the kid. I think he yeah, yeah he'd be good. Okay, well there you hey, go. You know what? I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. I I, I like <laughs> I like him. He'd be I think he'd be awesome. Yay! One for me. Yay! <laughs> I, I I owe you a, a soda or something. Sweet. So when when you come when you come over on Friday, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one from my fridge. Oh, okay, good. I hope you I hope you like Dr. Pepper Ten because that's all I drink. <laughs> Dr. Pepper Ten. Well, at least it's not like Diet Tab or something. <laughs> I can get you Diet Tab if you want. No, I don't want Diet Tab. Okay. Diet caffeine free tab. What's the point of even drinking soda if it's diet and caffeine free? <laughs> I apparently you like colored water. Apparently, <laughs> I I could pee in a cup and give you some colored water if you want colored carbonated water that's gonna take a little more effort oh, i'll just put it in one of those uh soda <laughs> pee in a soda machines. stream <laughs> soda stream yes pee in the soda stream oh that, that would be horrible <laughs> someone would drink it too because they would see the fizz and they would they wouldn't put it together that it's piss nope probably not all right i think we've got a little off track here okay that's what we do. We go off tangents, and that's the fun of the show. Oh, it is. It really is. But, so okay. So, but I don't know if, how much more about the pea soda stream I want to talk about. I could talk about pea soda stream for a while. 
You'd be surprised. I really don't think that. You'd be surprised. I don't think that was the the intended use of the product when they were making it. Well, you know, the intended use of uh, electronic duster wasn't meant to be used as a huffing device, but you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. <laughs> Oh, I love how you put it. Okay, so where are they now? Where is Johnny Depp where now? Are they now? It's, is he on much? You know what? I'm pretty sure he hasn't made anything since then. Uh, you know, maybe a few indie things here I, and there. He was in some pirate movie, I believe. And then maybe something to do with uh, Rangers and being alone. Something. I don't I don't know. So, yeah, is anybody a, out there listening? He had a lot of, knows he had a what, lot of potential. A lot of potential. You know. Yeah, go ahead and just uh, leave it on our Facebook. Where, where, where has Johnny Depp been since Twenty One Jump Street? We're not even going to talk about where Johnny Depp is. Everybody knows where Johnny Depp is now. <laughs> he's what's the in point of uh, yoga hosers for he, Kevin Smith. Yeah, what's the point of even talking? He was in Tusk. He's in yoga. He hosers. was in Tusk. Yeah, he's <laughs> he he's in so much. He's in like in every Tim Burton movie ever. Ever. <laughs> uh. Okay, Peter DeLuise. I know I've seen him in some things since then, but I don't think he's ever really been uh, a, a, a main star like this. I've seen him in I've seen him in a bunch of commercials and stuff. Um, he was recently in the uh, unauthorized Full House story. My wife, was he? yeah, my wife and I watched that. He played John Stamos's dad. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And don't forget that he was also in the the remake, the the Channing Tatum, um, Twenty One Jump Street, oh, yeah. the movie. Him, him, and Johnny Depp. Yep, they were playing undercover cops, playing in their original characters. Funny thing is, uh, he also played in the unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. He was the director. He wasn't. He wasn't the director of the unauthorized Saved by the Bell. He was the director of. He played the director of Saved by the Bell. Right, I get it. <laughs> That's. Wow, that's um, pretty interesting. He uh, had a lot um, of unauthorized Lifetime movie movies. <laughs> I think he just works for the Lifetime Network. I'm not sure. Maybe he does. He might. He might be. Uh, let me look under his directing credits. He directed uh, R.L. Stein. Uh, Monsterville, the cabinet, the cabinet of souls, TV movie. Um, my kids and I actually watched that. Really? Yep. Um, so Holly Robson Pete has gone on to be in a lot of episodes of Mike and Molly. Apparently, um, she was also in the Twenty One Jump Street movie, playing her original character. She was in Hanging with Mr. Cooper, obviously. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, as we we talked about earlier. Let's see. Yep. Uh, looks like just a lot of different TV shows. Um, what about what about Dustin Wynn? Uh, it look from what I f- found on his IMDb, it looks like he was in a lot of uh, first time syndicate show syndication so- shows like uh, Vanishing Sun, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues, and uh, The Unit. These are all shows that didn't have actual networks, but uh, were in syndication. VIP, um, 
but one thing I didn't realize, I guess he was Vietnamese Jesus in 22 Jump Street. So he was the only one that didn't make it into 21 Jump Street, the movie, but he made it into 22 Jump Street. Did Richard Grieco make it into either of those movies? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look that up. It's funny how when you think of Richard Grieco, you think of 21 Jump Street, you know, his name is synonymous with the show, but then when you think about the... He's like he's always the last person you think about though when you think about Twenty One Jump Street. This is true. Like if I, that makes sense. Like actually, when you think about him, you think no. about Twenty One Jump Street. But when you think about Twenty One Jump Street, you don't think about him. <laughs> no, and, and a lot of the times too, when I think of Richard Grieco, I actually the first thing I think about is is uh, if looks could kill. Yeah, and then I think about Night of the Roxbury. <laughs> so it looks like he did he was Booker in 22 Jump Street and I think I remember cause uh, did you watch 22 Jump Street? I did The at the end when they're doing all the the future sequels the 23 Jump Street and all that stuff oh, yeah. yeah I think he's in one of those scenes okay yeah I think I remember that it's I saw the movie when it came out and I don't I don't remember a whole lot from the, that ends that the part with all the sequels and stuff, right? Yeah, no. that's. I mean, that's the that was the very end of the movie. You already checked out. D- Dustin Wynn, um, he played in my <laughs> he played in my favorite show when I was going th- when I was at the end of my uh, adolescent years, which was VIP. Um, <laughs> I had I, the Pamela Anderson detective I, show. Dude, a lot of my spank bank is from episodes of that show. <laughs> just, just saying. Hey, I, I don't, I don't fault, I don't judge, I don't fault you. So uh, that was my guilty, that was my guilty zone. pleasure back, back then. <laughs> Fair enough. So I mean, and I, and I admit it now. I, I tell you, you're the first person I've ever told. Please keep this between us, just you and I, Mitch. Just I will. I. I won't tell any of our not listeners. not a soul. <laughs> um, let's see. I think so. That's for all the the main stars of the show. That's where they all went on to go to. What about what about um, Stephen Williams, Captain Fuller? I, I I remember seeing him in a few things. I don't think I've ever seen him. Uh, he was in an episode of Bones. He was in an episode of Chicago PD. He was in Twenty Two Jump sure. Street. He played Commissioner Adam Fuller. So he played Commissioner. Oh wow! Um, he was uncredited though. Uh, oh okay. Yeah, I remember him from Supernatural the most. He was in NTSF SDSUV. He was <laughs> wow. he was in Supernatural. Um, yeah, that's what I was, I was saying. I in Supernatural is what I remember him from the most. Yeah. He was also wow. he was also I a mean. supernatural. Um, okay. Let's see. <laughs> he was in Criminal Minds. He was in Supernatural. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was just in like a bunch of bunch of little things here and there. I I think he was also in Supernatural. <laughs> I heard somewhere that he was in Supernatural. Okay. So I'm surprised. Cool. Just as long as long as he was in Supernatural, that's all I care about. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get you to watch all 11 seasons. Of that I have now. not seen one episode of Supernatural. I know, and I'm gonna get you to watch all 11 seasons. Okay, I will watch all 11 seasons tomorrow. 
Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And then we're going to do a podcast about like your reaction to every episode. That works for me. Individually. That, we, could just, okay. we could just do a riff track. Of just, I, I would love to do that. Dude, that would be... We should do this. We should do that one day. Like, sometime in the future, if whatever show we decide to do, we should do a riff track on it. Just like just for one episode, maybe the pilot. Yeah, sounds great. That, I think that I think that'd be cool. Hmm. You got my wheels. We should do that for actually. We should do that for every episode, and that should be our like in between episodes. You think so? I think. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we my wheels are turning. We we might have to get that. We might have to put that in uh in motion, fairly fairly soon. Sounds good to me. Because the Sounds riff tracks are awesome. Yes, they are. So let's see. And we already. Last thing is, uh, would you recommend the show to anybody else? And we already covered that. Yeah, I, I definitely would recommend this. Well, no, that's not the last thing. I I do want to go and read some of the five star reviews. On Amazon for this TV show. That's right. That's the new thing that we discussed. See, I <laughs> forgot about that. So, like a few that I I found. Um, uh, there you go. I'm happy since I didn't watch the show. Oh, this is uh, Shutterbug on Amazon. Since I didn't watch the show when it first aired, I'm not one of the ones missing the original soundtrack. Though it probably would be better with it. The shows are fun to watch and enjoyable. The packaging is cheap, but the price on the box set was good. So I'm not going to complain about that. So there's a answer to your uh, soundtrack. May- apparently, there might have been a different soundtrack back in the day. Maybe. I mean, I know Holly Robinson uh, did the, sang the theme sang song. The... That's right, she did. And it was actually a really good theme song. But did you know the theme song changed from the first, from the beginning to like either later on in this uh, season or to the other seasons because uh, the first the first I remember the first few episodes just being different than I remember like a few different words and inflections in the way she sang and then later on oh definitely yeah and then later on I just every episode I would watch I would just kind of fast forward through the credits because back in the 80s credits took like four minutes (laughs) it's true uh, another five star review. Uh, this one by Ria Lisa. It's titled uh, "It's a Trip Down Memory Lane." Don't know what I was thinking when I bought this set of DVDs. <laughs> Apparently, I'd been up all night and high on Mountain Dew or something. That being said, the trip down memory lane is sort of worth it. Low quality, bad acting, but hey, Johnny Depp's in it. <laughs> I I'm gonna have to agree. <laughs> that's that's a good that's a good five star review. So I think that's yeah definitely some uh, those uh, those are some of the ways that I think we feel about the show too. All right, so this is Twenty One Jump Street. I think we both said that we would go and recommend this to other people to watch, even though we might not have the biggest uh, selling points for the show itself. We still think it's a good idea. So. If you have a different opinion than us, or you have the same opinion, go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, I'm on Twitter almost all the time. Uh, you can find me as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Um, Aaron can be found as at Aaron Berrigan. 
at Aaron Berrigan. Yep, and if you want to just talk to Geek Elite Radio and anybody else that's there, you, at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, Geek Elite Radio on Facebook, and definitely visit our website, geekeliteradio.com. We have articles that we've you know written ourselves or news that we've aggregated from other other websites and then our forum where people are talking you know talking to each other about the things that they enjoy so come on there and check it out and see what you would like to do yeah definitely try to if you if you like the show if you hate the show if you like anything about geek elite radio if you hate anything about us send us send us a message get on the forum rant rave do whatever you want we just want feedback that's that's all we care about definitely so other places i mean you you're probably listening to this on your computer you can go to itunes you know download us give us a five star rating give us a review even if you don't think we're five stars just go ahead and do it anyways because you know you want to uh you know listen to us on stitcher that's where i listen to podcasts i listen to us on stitcher i think it's a great app um yeah stitcher is awesome there's yeah, there's I mean, there's plenty of ways to listen to it. So get in there, pass us around to your friends, and uh, let's start up this sloppy orgy. Wait, what? That made me very <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay. Well, okay then. Until next... Oh, wait. Do we know what we're doing next time? Yes. Uh, we are doing everybody's... Well, I don't know if everybody's favorite, but my favorite in the 80s... Um, half human, half alien. Evie Garland, we're doing out of this world. Oh, definitely. I think that is everybody's favorite. How, how could it not be? It was, so, it was either that or Mr. Belvedere. So. <laughs> uh, next episode of Standard Definition will be out of this world. If you want to get in some episodes, you go ahead and watch them and then give us what you want us to talk about on one of those ways that social media ways that you you can talk to us. Yeah, we'll de- we'll definitely next- take anything into consideration. I mean, if you if you send us a message and all it says is like, um, Wonder Years, <laughs> or if you send us an email or anything, or if you if you message us on Facebook and you're just like, Hey, I used to watch uh, Mama's Family. You should do that. Whatever, we will do it. We'll we'll watch whatever you guys uh, whatever you guys suggest. We we want to have that interaction with you guys. Well, definitely, yeah, definitely, we'll do that. I, I was just talking more about if you watch the episode and you have some questions you want answered, we could do that too. We'll we'll try our we'll try our hardest. <laughs> we can't promise you anything, but we'll try. I make promises, so don't worry. If whatever it is it, you want me to do, I'll do. Hey, I, I, I'll, I'll make. I'll, I'll record it. <laughs> He'll record it. See, I'll, I'll make. I'll make a promise too. I mean, not sure if I'll be able to keep it, but hey, if you want to promise it, you got it. <laughs> I can shit in the box all day, Mark. Guaranteed, I got the time. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> all right. So until next time, I'm Mitch. I'm Aaron. And this is Standard Definition on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, Geek Out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.